0: If you're just joining us, this is the seventeenth hole of the PGA Championship at Harding Park. My name is Michael McMulligan, and I am joined by my co-host Greg Wilkerson Sr. <clears throat> as we follow Hotshot Jimmy Stevens in the fight for his life and what could be his last chance to take back this match. Jimmy has had real rough go of it today. Uh, he's been really overshooting some of his drives and that is no more evident than today at this particular drive where he has just shot north of the green, north of the sand trap directly behind the green, and then past all that, through the woods, past the parking lot, and we now find ourselves following up on his second shot in an Arby's parking lot as he tries to make his way back in. Now, Greg, I'm not exactly an expert on this type of terrain, but I would say a pitching wedge would be where we want to go next.
1: Well, it seems that uh, Jimmy really has to put his work in on these strokes over here just to get back on the green.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we've seen a lot of perseverance from Jimmy today, but this might be a first for a golfer, but we also might need to see some speed because... As you look behind him, there is a line forming in the Arby's drive-through, and goddamn, are are they hungry? They are very impatient. Uh, most of them are just completely unaware of the stakes we're in right now. I mean, people are just being downright rude to us back here. But Jimmy's Jimmy's just doing great. He's he's so laser focused in, so. Here we go. That that was not what he wanted. So, I think he was trying to maybe bounce it off the Subaru Outback at the at the north end of the lot, but what really happened here is he just kind of he he's full on stuck in the drive through. I don't know, Greg. This is this is going to be a tough one for sure. So, I think we have a good vantage point here from where he wants to go, but there's also a homeless gentleman who I think he has a bag of what could be excrement in his hand. And we want to really be long gone from this parking lot by the time he gets any closer to us. You know, it's, it's just like my wife Maureen would say. Michael, you are not a golf commentator. You are getting drunk and following golfers around the golf course. You, you've been banned several times. You are not welcome there anymore. You're not even welcome at this Arby's, and you got to love that Maureen, light of my life. Well, <laughs> security has been called for the uh, the shopping center here, and I am being escorted off. Um, Greg, do you think you could take this one from here? I think, I think my, I think uh, Jimmy's got a real shot of getting out of this parking lot
1: i have to wait and see how this unfolds.
0: And his club is broken. The security guards at this shopping center are really mean. Oh, just. This is the PGA Tour, all right? This is the championship match right here. He's only about 14 over par, but goddammit. We are here for you, Jimmy. Oh, you ever get like so drunk you kind of forget what you were doing like five minutes ago yeah uh welcome to midnight uh climax i am i am alex's friend i'm alex and I'm, i'm also ryan we're having a day folks i am on vacation and i am really enjoying every second of it
1: um how long are you on vacation for
0: I'm not going to answer that question, but we'll say for, for, for this week, at least.
1: Okay. We're,
0: so that's a great, great time. It's a little more than a week. A, <laughs> nice. I mean, I didn't take all those days off, but the way the time I already had off, I lined it up with time I took off and now it just turns into more time
1: I'm off. Nice.
0: I don't know why I tried to make it like a secret. It's not really a secret. Um, I just want to be a sports commentator, like so bad, like a guy who like was a good athlete back in the day, and now people just like him for his hot takes on i don't even play golf i've I tried to I, I played one game of golf before, and it went went terribly. I forgot I had these on so here here we are, back, back at it. um what's been going on, man?
1: Uh, not much. Uh, it's been a pretty chill week. Um, have like a trip to Maine schedule next month. So
0: Maine, you know what they say about Maine?
1: Well, what do they say about Maine? Nobody says
0: anything about Maine.
1: Honestly. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's, it's party, party city, party state,
1: the city of Maine. So, um, I'm going to hang out with my coworkers. Um, it's going to be similar to our Catskills trip. But uh, this time we're going to be getting lobster And uh, going to breweries And uh, stuff we could easily do over here it's just
0: You can do it immediately
1: uh, here We will do it over there You get
0: all of that stuff at the grocery store it's Far cheaper You're not going to go to a COVID Airbnb You're not going to go to a, What could be a haunted house Yeah Do you believe in ghosts?
1: I don't, not at all I don't Believe
0: in ghosts, but I do believe that aliens could be real.
1: Yeah, I mean, statistically speaking, that's that's probably the case.
0: there's got to be other life forms. I guess.
1: I mean, it's kind of like ridiculous to assume that we're the only life in the entirety of the universe. I mean, most likely, there is probably something out there. Who knows? Maybe it's intelligent. Maybe it's stupid.
0: I think calling other life intelligent and not intelligent is very uh,
1: presumptive to even like
0: We we are very barely intelligent by even our standards. So I think the bar is very low for any aliens that want to come be potential podcast guests.
1: You know, I mean, assuming that we're the only, spe- I mean, there's probably species out there and assuming that we're the only like species in the universe capable of communication or, Stuff like that is is also kinda like I guess egotistical on our part.
0: Right, right. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pause this for one second. Okay. I'm sorry folks. We were having tech technical difficulties. Um and by technical I mean I drank like a lot of absinthe before I got here and I, I'm I'm not as familiar with my equipment as I should be. Um what do you what do you know about absinthe specifically?
1: I had a friend of mine who said that it makes you, like, your motor skills very slow, but so does most alcohol.
0: So, I've been doing research on absinthe as of this morning when I decided to drink it. Yeah. And apparently, it is pretty standard in terms of alcohol. People would make things up about it, saying it had, like, hallucinogenic properties, and... The wine industry in France um, felt threatened by it. So they somehow lobbied and managed to get it banned in, in uh, parts of Europe and the entire United States for like a long time.
1: How do you feel threatened by another alcohol? Like,
0: it's a competition There's thing.
1: There's no... I, don't, I feel like absinthe drinkers are a completely different type of drinker than a wine drinker.
0: It's like French painters were like the primary consumers of absinthe. So that, that... The reason for that question is the same reason why marijuana was banned in the United States. Because marijuana comes from hemp and people who owned paper were very threatened by the hemp industry because there are many uses for it, yada, yada, yada. It can be a competitor to make money. I think it was something like newspaper, tycoons and stuff. I guess they just, they thought instead of just competing and just making a better product, they can get it banned. So they associated hemp with marijuana, and then they associated marijuana with um, Mexicans and black people as if this was some like evil de- devil's lettuce type thing and that led to it becoming an illegal Schedule 1 drug. And since then, it has been tested more than any other drug in recent memory and possibly in American history at least, because we know more about marijuana than we do like every other Schedule 1 drug combined. So it is slowly becoming legalized, and I think... I just think it's a shame that marijuana got subjected to the uh, absinthe treatment because even if absinthe was legal, it's pretty disgusting.
1: Well, absinthe is legal. It is now. Was it ever illegal? Well, I mean, the United States had prohibition, but was it ever illegal? Oh, yeah,
0: specifically absinthe was illegal for a long time.
1: Specifically absinthe was illegal? that's what I was talking about.
0: Don't don't Google game me right now. Well, like the, I don't it's know just, I don't
1: know. I just this think is, it's so it's so ridiculous that for for
0: the listener's sake, I am not in a position to
1: Yeah, no no I'm not asking take any to line yeah. of questioning. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it was it was illegal for, for a while, long after the rest of alcohol was made legal again. Okay. But it started around like the prohibition area from if my YouTube knowledge is correct as of this morning. Essentially, it's less of an act less of a drink and more of like an activity because I made it today or prepared it as you do. I got a bottle of absinthe. It's like bright green. Yeah. And the whole ritual of what you do is you put like a shot of it in like this larger cup. Yeah. And you put a spoon and it's a very specific absinthe spoon that goes over the, the rim of the cup. Yeah, and you put, oh gosh, we put a sugar cube on top of that, like kind of spoon with like holes in it, you can almost call it a fork, and you pour water over the sugar cube to try to kind of make it, what's what's the word I'm looking for?
1: A dissolve?
0: Dissolve. Look, Alex, smartest guy in the podcast for sure, <laughs> at least top two. Um, dissolve it. Dissolves into the liquid, and then eventually you keep pouring more water and more until eventually the entire thing falls through the spoon. Good. Yeah, good, good, good on you, the spoon. And then it becomes this kind of cloudy mess. And some people add some stuff to it. Some people just stir it up. Um, I had one drink of it, and I found it so disgusting. I just started adding. Other juices and stuff in my house. I put lemonade in it. I don't know if anyone's ever done that before.
1: How was that? Did it taste good?
0: Lemonade is by definition just the same color as what absinthe turns into. So I'm like, oh, okay. That'll work out. Yeah. It helped a little bit, but I had to water it down. um If I water it down, I just mean chase it with like 17 more beers. Oh, okay. And I think the beers kind of did it for me, but. The absinthe—it was like it's like fifty-five percent alcohol. Yeah, which is which is hefty, but it tastes like black licorice and some sort of uh, peppermint and some sort of like cough medicine. Yeah, it really shows its age because since it's been banned for so long, it tastes how yeah, I assume other like- garbage <laughs> stuff tastes, like in the twenties. Yeah, like like craft beer is a big event industry as it is because people have been working on it and like perfecting it and maintaining the industry for so long. Absinthe is still the same shitty absinthe from like the twenties and you have to find it in like the back of the liquor store and it's perfectly legal now, but it's like it comes with this like, like the one I got came with this like fancy, like crackhead spoon to like dissolve the uh, sugar in it. And, I mean, I guess you can get drunk if you drink enough of it, but it is a painstaking process to really to really get through. But I don't know. I think uh, I'm just going to go back to the golf thing for a while because Alex stepped out. Yep. And we are now removed from mall security. We're getting, we're getting out of the shopping center now. We're trying to make our way back onto the course. And listen, Maureen is right. I am banned from this course. And I might not be an official PGA-sanctioned commentator. But I think this is just a great day to be out on the links. And I think Jimmy has got a great head on his shoulders. He can really, I mean, like, like I said, fantastic drive. I'd say he's more than capable of figuring out the short game in the meantime. So when I say the last club... Broke, yep, that was the pitching wedge. We're not going to see any more of that for the day. But like I said, we're on the 17th hole. We're almost there. And it's like my wife Maureen would say, Michael, I'm not your wife. Stop referring to me as your wife. I am the cashier at Arby's. You have to stop coming here. And I say, Maureen, (laughs) look at us, two lovebirds. Just... Just playing these games. And she said, I'm getting in trouble with my boss. You can't keep coming here. You're not a customer. I think that's you who shit in that bag. And I say, Maureen, we both know. The homeless guy brought that from home. And she said, my name isn't even Maureen. It's Susan. Please stop coming here. And you know me. I just she's just went after my own heart. It just it's just beautiful. This is just see what she does to me.
1: If you're just joining us um I uh was an Alexa that was uh giving notifications and I had to unplug the Alexa but now I'm back.
0: Oh, do you you have one of those uh little machines that talk to you with the Yeah. What what does it do in your house? Is it like turn on lights?
1: It uh when there's people at the front, it says motion detected at the front.
0: Ooh, it's like a security Alexa.
1: Yeah, mostly because my parents are paranoid. So,
0: Oh. Um, um, I, I, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive of those Alexa little kind of little tiny woman in a box in your house type deals. Yeah. All the women I keep in boxes, I, I have their driver's license. I at least know their last names, you know. But um, what's so, so how far is that technology come? Because people have like smart locks for their doors now and security cameras and they could turn on and off lights and the TV. And there's you know what I saw? There was an electronic refrigerator. Yeah. A, a smart refrigerator. I, to, I don't know what it does. What does it do? It's it has Wi-Fi.
1: Why would a refrigerator need Wi Fi? I does it like do don't order know. more food or something? Like, is it hooked up to your Amazon account? And, I saw that's like, Amazon. Fresh? I got
0: I got in a little rabbit hole, going into the smart refrigerators. Some of them tell you what food you're low on and stuff, but my fridge tells me what food I'm low on when I open the door, and look at the, and look at the food.
1: Did they really just innovate technology so you don't even have to open the door to the fridge? I think
0: there's a specific industry that makes things just to be expensive so rich people can say they got the most expensive version of that thing. You know?
1: Sounds about right.
0: Like, uh, Like golden guns. No one's going into a real fight with a gun made of gold. It's like a ceremonial thing or it's just meant on its face to be expensive, you know? That being said...
1: Also, doesn't gold melt at a very low temperature? And guns get hot when you shoot them. Do people even shoot those guns? Do they work? Or are they just, you know, models of guns that are gold?
0: Ah, now I'm worried for a different reason now. Because, like, what if someone breaks into your house and all you have is your gold gun?
1: Might not be able to shoot them with a gold gun.
0: You could just say, hey, if you don't kill me, I'll give you a gold ceremonial gun. But then you're out that at least that gun, and then whatever else he wants to take, and now you don't have a gun.
1: Yeah, I mean, but then again, you know, if he's already breaking into your house, why would he honor that? I'm not like you know, a, the social contract of if I do this, you do that. I'm not like a like a
0: gun guy, but I've come in contact with guns in my lifetime, and I will say, I'm not not, I'm not a big big fan. I mean, I like shooting them; that's kind of fun. I like uh, they look cool, but. They're heavier than I thought they would be. They're very cold and then all of a sudden they're hot when you shoot them. It just when people say guns are not a toy, they're really they're really not toys. I thought they'd be more toy like at least a little bit.
1: You thought it'd be more fun shooting a gun? It
0: is fun shooting a gun, but it's uh I just wanted it to be more rewarding, you know? I wanted to feel cool, but everyone who's like a super gun guy, you know, like really into it are, like, the least cool people. Yeah. Like, guys, like, you meet at, like, a gun store or, like, a gun range. Those are not fun guys. They're just, eh.
1: All right, like, if you're a guy, like, cars are a cool hobby, you know? I mean, like, if you're a car nerd, it's, it is annoying, but, you know, at <sighs> least it's more respectable than I, being a gun nerd.
0: I don't know. Actually, I think you might have me be. I think car nerds might be the worst people in the world. I, I hate think
1: them. worse than gun nerds. I hate them so much. I mean, car nerds can get really annoying, honestly. Uh,
0: so as, as people have surmised from maybe meeting me or even hearing the last show, I talked about my car. My car is like Kia Soul. Yeah, for, for those who forgot, Kia Soul. My car logistically is just.
1: Wait, is Kia a Korean car?
0: I hope so. Because it, then just, it'd be like Kia
1: Soul. Otherwise, they're just then making it's the, up a word. You know what? It's not I'm soul searching.
0: as in S-E-O-U-S. U L because honestly, its soul is in like what jazz players have.
1: Hold on, I'm googling is Kia Korean or
0: in what Kia is a South Korean
1: have. company that calls Seoul its home. Wow! Oh my God, Kia Seoul? Alex is Alex More is, like Kia Seoul.
0: Alex is putting a lot of pieces together right now, but I think where, where was I talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Car people suck. I don't care about your car. You still have to drive on the same shitty roads as I do, full of potholes. and Or like the, the people with the like the super fast cars. Just go on a track.
1: Ryan, have you ever been to a car meet? Have you ever seen people who are between the, eight, the ages of 18 and 21 having their cars together in a Burger King parking lot? Okay, okay. And okay. comparing their cars. You know how cool they look? They're so cool. I can tell you specifically how cool they look. So
0: cool. During the course of my professional life, I have been to ooh, a lot of those. And I can tell you exactly how cool they look. And the answer is not not very. Um, they're always
1: carrying a comically large uh, vape pen thing. And when they rev their engines, how cool is that? <sighs> Loud car. Yep,
0: loud car, it goes fast so sometimes. Cool. Super super cool. Um First of all, can we talk about vaping for a second? I'm not yeah, I I, I know ahead. I'm not I'm not I know we'll I'm not breaking any vaping. I'm not breaking any new ground here, but there's no way to make that look cool. There's no possible way to make vaping look cool like
1: I don't know, the smoke tricks that might be a slightly redeeming factor of it, you know, so you can so, still make those like rings.
0: So guys who are into like hoop hookah, hoop hoopah, hoopa, hookah. Hookah, yeah. I put a P in there for no reason. Like uh like college kids and like Arab guys and Persian guys who are like into hookah. They're classy with it. They'll have a little bit with their meal while they're talking. They're not making you don't see hookah guys making smoke tricks. They're doing it as like a social thing to sit with a friend and have a cup of tea and
1: I mean but yeah, there's some hookah guys who do the smoke tricks. You can you could do it with a hookah.
0: Yeah, I I'm aware of the idea that there are douchebags in every Corner of our lives, but I'm saying generally speaking, when we're talking about large smoking apparatuses, it's only the vape guys that are just needlessly over the top disgusting with it. There's always a guy in every single bar in the country right now getting into a fight with like a waitress or a manager about whether or not they're allowed to smoke it inside. There's always like, it's the worst people. It's like, oh, this one is dragon fruit berry unicorn blood semen this is a great flavor we should all oh what you, you got a new coil in yours that's awesome i just i just charged mine yesterday oh actually this one's gas powered i actually turned something that was made of fire into electric now back into fire again it's it so i heard a interesting story
1: hold on one second are there actually gas-powered vapes? Because that would be so funny. I'm exaggerating a little bit, so but I'm, I'm
0: not sure there probably is. So I heard an interesting story. There was a gentleman, yes, on the side of the road, yes, who had a flat tire. Mm-hmm. Another gentleman who was driving another vehicle flew down the road, pulled over, came to like a grinding halt jumped out of his car, started coughing up blood. That gentleman was like a trucker who had a vape that had some type of malfunction, and it exploded inside of his mouth. He had burns all over his face, and he was screwed. It's pretty fucked. And I heard that story like third-hand, but I believe every word of it, and I will never let my children vape, not even once. It's worse than heroin.
1: It's worse than heroin? Yeah, at least heroin
0: is just bad for you and you die and that's it. Vaping is like a weird social thing. You have to be annoying about it. No one's annoying about heroin. They're just junkies. Are you saying,
1: are you saying heroin users are less obnoxious and by virtue of that...
0: Significantly.
1: Heroin had, is, is less bad.
0: Heroin, heroin junkies or heroin users, whoever they are, they just... Do heroin and then do crimes to get them more heroin.
1: Okay, like think about train spotting, right? It it makes sense to me. What if they made train spotting, but instead of heroin, it's guys who vape?
0: Train spotting is the one with the guys who they do the heroin. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're the guys who do heroin and then they do like it's just so crimes. You get money. It would almost make
0: make it more palatable if vaping was bad for you, which I mean, I'm, I'm sure everything's bad for you in some sense, but like. Like, cigars are very bad for you. And you have cigar guys, and they're, they kind of keep to themselves. They're nice, nice guys. They're a little snooty about some things, but vape guys are just, they're like the vegans of the smoking world. You know? It's not so much that it's good or bad, it's just that they feel the need to tell you about it. And now all of a sudden, there's a whole culture around it. And now all of a sudden, I, I am am talk about it too long. Now now you're turning me into the guy, you know? I'm the annoying guy now. I was just trying to be the drunk guy. That's what I'm good at. It's making me sad. <laughs>
1: alcohol is a depressant, Ryan.
0: <laughs> Not for me. Usually makes me happy. I feel good. But then you get me down this vape guy rabbit hole and, oh boy.
1: Do vape guys make you sad, Ryan?
0: Not them specifically, but just what they do to the world. Just... There's always a, ugh, ich, ich.
1: I mean, like, vape culture is pretty, like, super obnoxious. Just and- the idea
0: that vape culture is a real f- phrase that people use, and it's not a crazy thing to say. is infuriating.
1: I mean, listen, if you're pulling out a small box, and you're smoking out of this small, like, cartridge box in your hand, right? At that point, just smoke cigarettes, man. <laughs> like, at least that is... Less obnoxious.
0: So vaping became very big directly after I left college. Like, it, it got people who were doing it here and there, like, with, like, the primitive stuff, like, while I was in college, obviously. I mean, the, the, the actual vapes have been around for, for a long time, but the jewels and all that stuff became real big, like, right after I left school. And I remember, I think <laughs> my, my younger brother got in trouble with, like, my parents for having one. And jewels just looked like flash drives. So he, he was getting away with it for like the longest time until I think my sister was eventually like, Hey, are you just going to let him smoke in the house? And my parents were like, what, 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 and that ended that, but it's just, it's, it smells weird. It's got this like weird, like burning sensation. It, like it's, it's kind of on fire, but not on fire. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm too stupid for (laughs) rapes, but it it, it seems like a lot to just not smoke. Just smoke a cigarette. Just kill yourself. Do that. It's easier.
1: You know, like, I don't know, people who smoke cigarettes. So I used to smoke cigarettes regularly or close to regularly because I would smoke it whenever I socialized and I would hang out with my friends a lot in college.
0: Back when you were a stockbroker.
1: So I was like... uh,
0: In the 80s, right?
1: Oh, yeah, totally. So I was like 19 and I was like going to school in Japan. And I had a bunch of like army friends and they like to smoke cigarettes. And then I would like hang out with them and smoke cigarettes. And, you know, the the feeling of like one of the biggest reasons I smoked was, you know, the camaraderie of going to the smoking corner. You hang out with like the professors who smoke and the students who smoke and you all have a good time and tell stories about your life, and joke around. It was fun, honestly. I mean, you could easily do that with coffee or anything else that's like, Less harmful for your body. But something about the cigarettes just brought us together.
0: Well, that's fine because when they go outside and they talk and they socialize, it's not about the cigarettes. They go out there to smoke initially, but no one's like, you don't go out there and you don't talk about cigarettes. You're not like, hey, let me tell you about this new pack of uh, Marlboro Heavies. Like, what the fuck? Who, who, who,
1: it's. I mean, like, I guess occasionally... Occasionally, somebody be like, "Hey, I just went to this country and I got cigarettes. Do you want to try one?"
0: I knew one of my friends in high school rolled his own cigarettes. Oh yeah, those people are cool. And it, it, it's 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 slightly cooler than smoking cigarettes, just barely. It
1: requires some sort of skill, but it's cool.
0: But the amount of times he had to explain to people like what it was and how he did it and how it was cheaper than regular cigarettes that kind of canceled out. All of the cool. Because, like, I like him a lot. He's a cool guy. And him rolling the cigarettes was cool. But seeing him having the same conversation over and over again, like, yep, it's just tobacco. Ha-ha, it is kind of like weed. Ha-ha. No. I, I I don't really prefer these, but it is a little bit cheaper. And, like, he had that conversation every day. Every time he went outside, he had that conversation.
1: I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people thought he was, like, rolling a joint or something. He's like, oh, no, it's not marijuana. Well, he would, it,
0: he would do it in class, and he would get... Spoken to in every single class what, at least he once. Would smoke in class? No, oh, he or? would roll the the cigarette because he'd class. He'd have like a little like baggy, which is a yeah. bad term in general. And he'd, have, he'd have like a little plastic bag of just the raw tobacco, and then he'd have these little like rolling papers in his pocket, which are just they're all rolling papers are the same. It's like either they're for joints like or what they're for. The
1: professors tell him like, "Are you rolling a joint in class?" Well, they'd ask him. I mean, it wouldn't be like a,
0: "Oh my god, how dare you!" They'd be like, "Hey, what is that?" And he'd be like, "Tobacco," and he'd be like. Okay, don't make a mess, and that was it. But I think, uh, like I said, it is like I said, slightly cooler, just barely. But I think that gets canceled out a little bit when you just talk about it.
1: Remember, like when we were kids, and there was like smoking sections in restaurants. I was just
0: about to. Well, I was just about to bring up when we were in high school, and kids would just walk out of the building to the front of the building and like smoke at like the edge of the property and then come back in um there was a kid that we were vaguely friends with who was not a smoker but would go outside with the smoking kids just to like hang out with them and talk with them which seems harmless but is like the dorkiest possible thing to like follow kids who have a nicotine addiction out and just go like hang out and clam around with them and i'm like why would you go out there without cigarettes i mean you can just see them when they come back inside and he'd be like well it's, it's a great way to like socialize and get out there i'm like you're in school socializing all day you're gonna see them in 10 minutes when they come back and he's like well sometimes they don't have a lighter i'm like you you have a lighter and they some some kids in the little smoking circle just are there to carry lighters for the smokers
1: wait wait a minute how 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 cringe is that you're like the lighter boy for them like it's
0: well the way they tried to play it off it was like they were like beating the system so like ah i don't even have to smoke but i get to go out there anyways and like they they thought it was like a privilege to go out there i'm like was
1: it like an allotted smoking break that you had at school no
0: they're like 15 year old kids they're not allowed to be out are, there Where do they go they say
1: like, hey teacher i need to go smoke a cigarette give me no they just minutes. walk out but the teacher
0: knew that certain kids were like smokers so they wouldn't like physically chase them down the hall Be like, oh, okay, that kid's smoking, he'll be back. Because, like, all the smokers would eventually come back to class. But it was because people assumed that they were smoking coming back. It wasn't, like, a designated time.
1: You know, fuck, like, senior year, I didn't have a lunch. And I got in trouble for coming, like, to class because I didn't have a lunch. My my teachers didn't even let me go to get lunch. I had to, like, break the rules. I had to, like, tell teachers that I'm not not going to listen to you. I'm getting a lunch. You didn't have a lunch period? You didn't have a lunch period, no.
0: In your senior year, what were you doing?
1: Uh, I, I messed up my schedule junior year. And we'll say that
0: but. in my senior year, I took like three classes a period for the whole year. I took, I
1: did not. I was that. one of those kids who took the
0: community college classes. Yeah. So I had three like regular classes during the day. I took like, it was like gym, like law, something. And then like an English class. And then I had lunch. And then on days when I had the community college thing, I would just go there, like jump on a little bus with them but on days I didn't have it, I would just go home for like five periods and then come back for like track practice. I don't know how you, meant. senior year is like the easiest possible year.
1: Yeah, I fucked up my junior year. Well, because I started,
0: I started applying for colleges in my junior year, so I don't even think anyone was looking at my grades for my senior year. Yeah, because by then I was already in the school, so I'm just running out the clock.
1: Yeah, basically, I did not have a lunch, and I had to, like, you know, disobey the teachers. I would just be straight up, listen, I don't care what you're telling me. I'm getting a lunch. I deserve to eat lunch. But these smoking kids can get out and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> like, what, like, the teachers are more sympathetic. It's like, hey, you don't need to eat. But, uh smoking, I understand you. You have a need to smoke, so you can go out and
0: smoke. No, no, no. They're, of course, all breaking the rules, too. But it was well, understood.
1: stop them. Like, why? Because smoking is more cool than eating lunch? Is well, that it?
0: Well, when you leave and you come back... They see it as you like cutting. When the smoker kids leave, it's not like they go anywhere. They go ten feet from the building and sneak their little but
1: I didn't even leave the building. I went to the basement to get lunch. I feel and like you're
0: still upset about this. You should go I'm, back and talk to them.
1: I'm pretty mad about it. It was a huge <laughs> it was a huge <laughs> problem with like with a, with a teacher I had I had to apologize to her Which I didn't even think was necessary
0: You should request a meeting with her now And be like I stand by my previous point
1: I, mean, I rescind my apology You are in the wrong for not I wanted, letting me eat lunch While these smoker kids went to smoke
0: I wanted a ham and cheese And a quarter milk carton and, and you took that away from me When you shouldn't have I feel slighted And now we will duel And then you shoot her with your golden gun Damn, I don't know, man. I think um, I, I never really got into smoking or anything, just because I think I'm, I think I'm like the one kid in America that like dare worked on. Like drugs are bad. Don't don't ever don't ever do them or you'll die instantly. If you if you if you smoke anything, or snort anything, or take any pills you'll burst into flames. And I was like, Oh my God, I bet that's exactly what will happen. And I just didn't do anything. And then eventually I figured out that, yeah, they're probably not that bad, but by then I just never felt the need to do it. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Different, different strokes are different folks. People
0: speaking of different strokes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to open that one up, but, um, I think, uh, yeah, I I think uh, I I stick to st- stick to the evil I know, and that's just just boozing a little bit. I don't I don't even really drink by myself really. I'll have like a if I have like a long day of work or something like that, I'll have like a beer or something. Or if I'm very tired, I'll have like a little little shot of, little shot of whiskey just to uh, just cool down a little bit. Then I'll get ready for bed and I'll knock it out. But I don't drink every day. I drink maybe. Twice a week, every other day. Oh. <laughs> I try to drink <laughs> just, just all the days that end with "why," baby. No, I mean, I uh, like like every 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 three days, probably. Is, is, is probably fair. Well, especially since COVID, I've been very healthy. I've been a good boy.
1: Oh yeah, me too. Um, COVID is a good uh, it's a good time to take a break from drinking.
0: Well, I haven't been to a bar like at all, really, up until yesterday. <laughs> but before that, it wasn't. There was like seven months where I didn't go anywhere i've only been to like an actual restaurant maybe two or three times but i haven't been to a bar at all well oh, we should talk about this just because it was yesterday but we went to probably one of the uh <laughs> most interesting uh and delightful outings i've been to and maybe maybe one maybe of six the seven months
1: funnest social things we've done in the entire year
0: and that's not just because that was probably the only social thing we've done in, in six, seven months, but it was actually a pretty good time. So myself and Alex and some of our other friends of the show will say mm. we were at a, uh, a DJ kind of EDM little yeah. event. And I, you know, I, I've, I'll be the first to say not normally my cup of tea, but I had a, a delightful
1: evening. It was it's fun. People were dancing. Um, food was all right
0: so you you instagram people follow what's the name dj Odyssey? i have to figure that out
1: later odyssey it's pronounced odyssey but it's, it's odyssey like odyssey so like a it's so oh goddamn! i've if been you saying you guys want to follow like, our friend who's who's our our favorite dj it's, it's odyssey odyssey that's I feel, like I feel like an asshole i feel like an actual asshole adesi Odyssey. But it's Odyssey. Yeah, D D J A D E S I. So at A D E S I. Are you sure it's Instagram. Odyssey? Uh, yeah, Odyssey.
0: I'm a fucking prick. I have to. I have to make some apologies to him very soon. I, I've been Did saying he's
1: calling me Desi the whole time,
0: constantly. I've been. <laughs> I was shouting it at, the, at the. I used thing to yesterday. think it was a
1: Desi too, but then he said no, it's Odyssey.
0: He's never corrected me. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm just a bad person. I'm a bad friend. Okay, but yeah, follow uh, Odyssey. Odyssey DJ Odyssey. I don't I can't promote stuff. I'm I'm drinking. But um, I, we had a great time. He is very talented. Um, we For, for all of those worried that uh, I got my entire uh, bloodline sick, it was an outdoor event with masks. And it was mask everyone band. was very socially distanced.
1: Social distance. Very
0: socially distanced. Not only that, I don't know how to dance to that type of music. So I was just mostly just standing around, uh, filming people like a creeper, and uh, enjoying some very... Expensive and not tasty quesadillas.
1: I wonder how much the alcohol was. I'm just thinking about like that was probably expensive. I got um I got coffee with Baileys. That was like five bucks. You got
0: coffee with Baileys? Yeah. Why? I what?
1: So, <laughs> so one of our other friends was like getting coffee with Baileys. He said, "Yeah, it's good. It wakes you up and also gets you drunk." And I said, "Okay, oh. so it looks nice. It looked like a latte." I'm not I like a one. coffee guy, but I can't. I feel like that'd make me like shit
0: myself. That's that sounds like a lot. Coffee with Baileys.
1: Yeah, I mean. Oh, speaking
0: of me shitting myself, we have to talk about your just diet in general. This this man, I don't know how other people do it, but Alex has been on a workout kick for like, like a, like a while. He's he, he's gotten much better shape. He's looking good. He every time we meet in like in person to do the show or like even remotely, he'll be like, "Yep, I feel good right now. I'm I'm ready to." Get some stuff done on the show. I'm just gonna take a quick shower, then I'm going to drink an entire protein shake, followed by uh, a cup or two of coffee, and then uh, just just do my like post workout ritual. I'm like, How? that's that's a lot of things happening to your bowels.
1: I plan my day around working out and uh, getting enough protein.
0: I get that, but I am kind of at the mercy of my like giant bitch of a stomach,
1: like oh, real yeah. real
0: real bad. I've been, I've been like a hot sauce boy for about like 10 15 years now and whew, it is paying dividends on just everything in the bathroom just, r- just
1: real bad oh yeah i mean after a certain age hot sauce i mean like when i was a kid i had as much hot sauce as i wanted and i mean it, it me, hasn't you know? it hasn't
0: stopped me for a second it's never it doesn't
1: stop me but i'm just saying as an adult you know my resistance to hot sauce is
0: i just have a feeling that when i get to the age of being like a uh, senior citizen in one of those like homes cuz my family's going to put me in a home i'm sure yeah. But once that happens, I'm definitely gonna be like one of like the problem guys for the nurses. They're like, oh yeah. He is a real mess down there. You're gonna to have to bring the extra gloves, Gladys. And she's like, oh Jesus. Oh, God. So I don't know. But I think uh Yeah, I can't really do coffee. Coffee messes me up. I already have enough hot sauce that is anything with caffeine is just not good. Like I'll take pre workout and that will just I mean, I don't know what pre workout I was supposed to do, but I don't don't really accomplish any type of workout afterwards, so I'll say that. It's very uh, touch and go.
1: Pre-workout is like, so it will make you concentrate on whatever you're doing at the moment. So sometimes I'll do pre-workout and then I'll be on my phone and then I'll just be super into my phone and I'll forget that I have to go work out. And eventually I'll go to work out, but like it really cuts, you know, makes me procrastinate.
0: Yeah, man. I think uh, Alex is doing right. He's getting in good shape. He's playing by the rules. He's doing, doing good. He's uh, he's almost on. I don't want to take away your your thunder. Go ahead, and tell us where you're working. Two
1: hundred work days of running every day.
0: Two hundred days of running. He gets a, a free sandwich once he gets to two hundred. So I think
1: it'll be, be two hundred days on um, the twenty seventh October. That's pretty good, man. So
0: that, that's real good. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped playing by the rules a while ago ever since I decided to become a sovereign citizen. We I think we talked about this the other day, but from now on being detained? I'm I'm just going to yeah, from now <laughs> on I don't have on, to answer your questions. From now on anytime someone talks to me, I'm just going to just say, "Am I being detained?" <laughs> and just just be a complete ass. I don't have
1: to show you shit. <laughs>
0: like, "Sir, this is a library. Am I being detained? Am <laughs> I being violating detained? Violating
1: my constitutional rights." There's any time
0: you go in there like, "All right, sir, uh Number four, your order's ready. Am I free to go?
1: Like, yeah, man. This, this is, is a kangaroo court. <laughs> this is, they're like,
0: this is McDonald's. You're always free to go. Anytime. You're free to go. Just walk free out. Free to go. <laughs> Am I being detained? Can I leave now? Am I free to go? I'm recording this. Okay. All right. Just whatever you want, man.
1: Record all my interactions with uh, everybody.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm just going to be a sovereign citizen. Um, I'm going to be one of the free peoples of this great land. I'm going to carry around little scraps of paper that tell people that I'm actually free. So they can't, they can't do anything to impede me in any way or stop me. And if I want to take a nap in your backyard, that's because your backyard is located in America, bud in America. I can go wherever I choose in America. Okay. So I don't, I don't care. That's where, your dog shits. That's, that's that's where I live now. All right? I'm going to start ca- camping out in people's backyards. We we were talking to our, our friend uh, John the other day, who's doing big things in the real estate game. And I respect his hustle, but the world is my property. I am a free citizen of North America. I'm just going to start specifying saying North America.
1: Who was the original owner of the property, huh? So somebody owned my house, but somebody owned the land to my house before me. But who was the original owner? It was just some guy who said, "Yeah, this land is now my property."
0: Probably Squanto. Do you know a lot of Native Americans?
1: Uh, Blaze. <laughs> we talked about Blaze. Blaze.
0: <laughs> I want to know more Native Americans because Squanto was getting me by when I learned of him in third grade. I, I, I've been using Squanto for. As, as, as pretty much the main main guy, I don't I don't know a lot of. Or, or there, there, there's chief chief running bull or something. There, 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 there's some good ones that we're missing out on.
1: Yeah, I mean, prominent
0: or Tonto, is that a real one? Is that not, fake?
1: I mean, like are there are a lot of reservations in New Jersey. Probably, we're probably in a
0: reservation I now. Haven't this met is many. Probably, this is probably somebody's native land right now. Yeah,
1: I haven't met many like Native Americans.
0: So I kind of came to this because I was thinking, you can say whatever you want about my man Donald Trump, but when he called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas, <laughs> I I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. It's it's.
1: <laughs> oh, she she was like one thirty second. So this like is so, so this is something. this is,
0: this is the story. So she kind of. I don't know if she used it for, like, a college application or
1: what. She was, like, the first, like, woman of color on the board or something. Right, right, right. She
0: claimed to be, like, 1 16th Cherokee or something like that. And just from, like, one look at her or just anyone in her family, and you're, like, immediately, like, oh, no, not at all. Just not even in the realm of any type of person of color. This is the whitest white bread lady to ever white, the whitest white ever, which is fine. I'm I'm very white too. I did a little DNA test and I found out I'm even more white than I thought I was. I am
1: 105 percent white. I'm like
0: 10 percent just mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm I'm egg yolk and uh, I'm 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 just a I'm a I'm pita bread. I'm I'm the whitest of white. I'm super white. Anyways, so she's it's it's laughable how how white she is. But when this whole like 23andMe thing came out. She was like, you know what, instead of kind of like just hanging up my hat on this whole person of color rampage, she kind of doubled down on it, and she <laughs> she she got one of those DNA tests to prove that she is like some type of Native American or something, and it turns out she's like, I don't know, less than 5% of anything, like so far removed from anything vaguely, Native American, anything like that.
1: She was, like, working. I I forgot where she was working, but, like, she was using her identity as, like, being, like, the first Native American person working.
0: It's one thing if you want to be a little bit of a scumbag and be like, all right, I use this to get into college, whatever. But she's still rocking it, like, into her, like, 50s and 60s and stuff like that. So (laughs) Donald Trump calling her Pocahontas. And just I think he's giving her ownership of that, you know. I think he's, like, really giving her agency to be like, you know what? He accepts her if no one else does, you know. <laughs> it's because in a way, it may not even be racist for him to call her Pocahontas because she's claiming to be of that descent. I think he's I think he's giving it back to her. He's paying it forward, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't know, but because think about that, this, that is pretty funny how yeah. she took the test and it turns oh, exactly, out she's barely Native American. And if
0: and if there's one guy who could possibly get away with that, like calling someone that, it's gonna be him. And if there's one person who could be called something like that, it, it would have to be her.
1: Okay, so I'm, could,
0: could you imagine him calling Pocahontas? Any other woman, like any type of Native American woman, or some type of. Uh, black or brown woman or Asian woman. I like, want to. I want to. He'd bring be crucified. Up, I want to bring. But up because something. it's her, it's great.
1: I want to bring up something. So I'm like, I think around 17 percent, something close to 20 percent, like Native American. I guess you are, based on my 23andMe oh. results. Uh, but it's because I'm Latino and lots of Latinos. Oh, you're cheating! Have, yeah. you know, Native American, cheating, cheating. But I mean, like, the thing is that what? Okay, so there are some Latinos who are indigenous people, right? you've right. got indigenous tribes in latin america and you have people who identify as indigenous or they're probably way more, you know, percentage native american than me, probably, you know, almost exclusively native american, i guess in in their 23 and me results, you know. but it's cuz they know the history of the tribe, right? me i don't know any like i don't know when my family was indigenous or i just know my grandfather looked really native american. Like he he looked very Native American, <laughs> but the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, can you if Elizabeth Warren was using her Native American identity to, I guess, you know, make her accomplishments look better, right? Does it though? I mean, at the time, it was people said, yeah, she's a Native American woman, and then you find right. out that you know, I may she's be barely I may, Native. I may American be speaking out of turn. Twenty-three amigos.
0: I may be speaking out of turn, but unless some type of Racial or ethnic identity is like impeding you in any way. I don't see why you would like throw it in people's faces if you are. Like, if e- even if she's like half Native American, but she looks like she looks, clearly no one's gonna like hold it against her for being half Native American because they can't tell. So maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking out of turn and just like talking for people who are like, well, I look like this, but I'm actually this, but I don't know. I mean, I think, I think she really went out of her way to like milk the fact that she could possibly be some other... Maybe, maybe it just works for her. I don't know.
1: I mean, like, I don't know. I think as far as Latin America goes, right, you've got people who are like really indigenous. You've got people who are like basically super white European looking people. Right,
0: right. But she was using it like as an accomplishment. Like, oh, I overcame all this and a 158th Native American. Like you like, don't
1: see me applying for Native American scholarships. Maybe I could apply for like a Latino scholarship. But like. It's. I
0: don't know. It's it's a dark road to go down because then. Inevitably, you get the guys like, we're all the white scholarships. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we should just maybe just maybe just. Just, uh, let's just, let's all just try to get real good grades. Let's just try to get into school and just not ask anyone any questions. Cool. Cause there's a whole thing with uh, uh, it a Chinese people or something like that suing Harvard because Harvard was like, Harvard and Yale, I guess. Were yeah, like, it was Harvard and Yale. Yeah. We're like grading them more harshly on applications because there were so many Asian people that they made. The qualifications for them to get in, like much stricter. Like a a guy who was like Spanish or black or even white can get in with like worse grades, and they'd have a shot to get in because they were Harvard was trying to like tip the scales and make it so it wasn't like a ninety nine percent Asian school, which I don't even know how that works. But being like a got like a college admissions person got to be so weird because you're looking at like just weird, non-consequential, like, minute details of people's lives and just assigning, like, numbers to that.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I, I was following that story. I don't really have much to say. I've heard, you know, different arguments on that. But um, I guess, I mean, it's not all about, I guess, race when you apply. You know, it's also you have to do stuff with your life.
0: I think the argument is that if it's about race in any sense, like at all, that's kind of an issue in itself. I mean, it's probably, yeah, it's, it speaks more for the state of the country that we live in and the society that we live in. Like, yep, sure, we'd like to not grade people on race, but it is still present. It is still yada, yada, yada. But I don't know. Maybe you, I think I would just expect more from Harvard because it seems like they're just going out of their way to just make it harder for Asian people just so they have also, less Asian I think people on it's, campus. It's for like...
1: This doesn't apply, or this grading rubric doesn't apply for foreign students also, I'm pretty sure. Because you could be applying...
0: Oh, are these just hard. Asian American kids? I think it's
1: just Asian Americans, See, that's Black double Americans, Latin, Latin Americans. That's, that's double Americans. I'll t-
0: I'll tell you why that's worse, because in other countries when they're not going by like American standards for grading and stuff, because they, Oh, well, how do you know they could have been cheating or what if they just made up these numbers on these standardized tests? Asian American kids are just going to regular American schools. So they're sitting next to like regular white students, regular black students. So they're like, you know what? Let's make things really hard for Asian gym right here. Like, let's just, Really, just ruin his day. He got the same grades as the two kids next to him in the same school, but he's Asian, so he's not getting it. That's just fucked up. Now, see, now I'm on the other side. Now I, I think that's yeah, no, I that's know. terrible.
1: I don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure race is just one factor. There's like grades. There's, you know, your extracurricular activities. Oh, of course, yeah.
0: There's, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes into it. But when you're, we're talking about, let's say, like ten thousand kids apply. There's probably going to be like fifty kids that are very nearly the same in terms of okay. Both of them are in clubs. Both of them are in the band. Both of them have straight A's here. Both of them have test scores within two points of each other. Like, How do you you grade it at that point? Because if race is a factor at all, then you're giving it more weight than you're saying the kids should be giving it. Because all the students, you should be saying, like, okay, well, regardless of you being white or regardless of you being black, you should still work just as hard as everyone else. But what you're really saying is, okay, you Asian kids should work 12% harder exactly for your white counterparts. Like you're, you're assigning numbers where there aren't numbers, you know? So I don't know. I think it's a whole slew of issues in a longer conversation when I'm more sober. But I don't know. That's why I just became a sovereign citizen. So if I want to go to Harvard, I just walk in the front door, baby. I just walk my ass in and start taking classes.
1: I don't recognize you. They're not going to stop me. I'm a sovereign citizen. I'm a doctor because I say I'm a doctor.
0: I am a free people. All right. If If I want to go to Harvard, I open the door, bro. I don't know. What do you think? Would you go back to school to do it all again as a Native American? Now that you know this... Fact I know I'm like Native American,
1: <laughs> technically. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's just weird because like a lot of Latinos have you know Native American heritage that they know little to nothing about because they identify as not Native American, I guess.
0: Right, right. I used to hang out with a a young woman in college who was like half. Hispanic and half white and she would be very like <laughs> she, she would talk about having some type of like identity crisis. We're like, Oh my white family doesn't accept me and my Spanish family doesn't expect me. What? And they're just like, it's so hard just being mixed. I'm like mixed people are like the hottest people like mixed girls. Fantastic. I mean, Mix anything with anything and you just get a more attractive person, I think. You get just like the best features from everyone unless you get some weird crazy disease or something. For the most part, like usually doing pretty fine gene wise. But I don't know. I think it's a lot of uh people are just like to make up problems
1: a lot of times when they're on problems. The thing is that it's just I don't know, I'm I'm mixed as well. I'm Latino and Arab, right? And oh. you know, just looking at this, it's like all right, my Latino family, my Arab family—they're pretty chill. They'll accept me. I don't speak a lot of Arabic, but you know, they make an effort to keep in touch with me and talk to me. And uh, my Latino side of the family—you know—we all speak English. We, they've been in the country for a while, you know. So, I'm just looking at this, and I'm just like, "All right, if you're white and Latino, right? Like, you guys probably all speak English. Your families can probably speak to each other. No, it was like a non-issue. I'm like, you're probably the same religion." Right, you probably are very culturally like, similar. You're going to be it. fine. You're going to be absolutely fine. Think about fine. it, okay? Like if you're if you're a Muslim Egyptian, right? And then you're probably you know part of your family doesn't drink alcohol, and you probably don't want people you know seeing you drink alcohol, you know. And then you have it's the like the Latino kids side of the family which when like a, when like a
0: Jewish guy marries like a Catholic girl, I'm like oh my god! in on one side of the family we have menorahs, and on the other side. We have Christmas trees. It's Which, just like, so crazy. Even, even
1: with being Latino and uh, Latino and Arab, like the differences it's are fine. not even. There is barely it's any difference. Fine. You know, I'm not complaining about it. You'll but like, be okay because you, you're not
0: how, a Hallmark family.
1: How are you complaining about oh being God. white and Latino? Like I don't know. Maybe of course I don't know her experience. I don't know exactly what the what the issue is. But you know. No. She's she, a she, white and Latino. A lot of Latinos are white and Latino. Basically. They, the,
0: the biggest way to generalize her is to say that she just wanted attention for, like... She was having, drafting some sort of, right.
1: like, you know, a scholarship did uh, we letter just, or something. Alex, did you and I just
0: solve racism right now? Did we just save the day? I feel pretty good about it. I, I
1: thought think what, like... Just, solving
0: all of race problems in race relations. Yeah, I don't think
1: we solved racism. We did it.
0: I don't know no. if this is the absence talking, but I feel like feel accomplished. We need to get this on I the know, main right? stage. If
1: you, if you feel like you solved racism I...
0: Don't don't put me out on my own here. We were both making strides. We were both doing the man hours. I we were both putting we in the, the effort. I think I think we, we we brought it down to its nuts and bolts. We started talking about Elizabeth Warren being Pocahontas. We started talking about college admissions. We were we we, we touched pretty much all of it. And when I say all of it, I say, not not much, but yeah, okay. we're getting there. Race, race stuff is very tense in this country, and it doesn't have to be. We can all be sovereign citizens together. We can all just walk around freely and not shower because we don't have to. They can't legally make us shower.
1: I feel like sovereign citizens are making like a killing with the whole anti-mask movement can't tell yeah. me to wear a mask and wear just walk around without a mask you know they're
0: finding this like camaraderie with like the karens of the world
1: and like germaphobes are being told are what to do for the first time in their lives now germaphobes are like so i used to have a friend well she was like a coworker, and she would always carry hand sanitizer with her like really nice scented hand sanitizer but then i would just be like who carries hand sanitizer everywhere you know i was just like thinking about that like yeah that's I don't know if I could do that. And now I do that
0: every it's, single day. It's become very politicized. Like, I mean, it should just be a hygiene thing. Like, all right, if you don't want to get sick, wash your hands. If they tell you wear a mask, wear a mask, whatever, cool. But now it's like, uh, if you don't wear a mask at this time, you're, you're like a, like a Trump supporter. Or if you do, or if you, if you do wear a mask at this time, you're a you're a shill and a sheep and uh, this and that. And I don't know. I think, uh, I've been, like, I've been having, like, bad, like, acne lately. It's been, like, breaking out, like, around my chin. So the mask hasn't been bad. And I can get away with, like, not shaving for a day or so if I, if I don't wear the mask. Or if I, if I do wear the mask. But I don't know. I think we just got to kind of relax. Just let everyone do their sovereign citizen thing. Just let everyone do whatever they want, you know? Drink absinthe together. Don't. The, on, the only the only law for, for my new nation of sovereign citizens is that no one can uh, – Smoke, jewels or any type of vaping product. But otherwise, there's no loss. We can do whatever. We can go to Harvard if we want. We can become enlightened. We can talk about native peoples, candidly. We can talk about the Washington football team, previously Redskins. We're breaking ground here.
1: Football team, previously known as the Redskins. We're
0: going to get to a point. I can see it now. We're going to get to a point where when I say the word Washington Redskins, it's going to be bleeped out. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm ready for that day I feel I feel good about it. What do you think the new name is going to be changed to because this is week six now I, th- uh, I think this was week six of football and they they're still the Washington football team.
1: I thought they were gonna change it to like maybe like the name of some other term for some tribe <laughs> over there
0: <laughs> some other slur that <laughs> the washington chinamen whoa whoa you can't you can't say that no they're just men from china from washington applying to harvard <laughs> these are these are these are chinese but people how
1: can you be from china they're, from washington oh oh yeah you could maybe you just they're from wow china alex they immigrated no washington. alex
0: is saying people from china can't ever go to washington he doesn't want you to it's into college. It's a question.
1: Where are you were you asking? Where are you asking where you're from? <laughs>
0: I'm not trying to you back you into from it's like, hey, I'm not trying to back I'm you into Washington a corner and here. here.
1: And I'm also from China. Okay, so China. I'm glad Men I'm from China. I'm glad you, you worked that out Washington. in your head.
0: Okay. I'm glad you worked that out in your head. I made a very facetious stupid joke and I, I'm, I'm glad you made it work. Okay. So I think the safe bet is just to pick an animal. That's easy, right? There's no racial Connotations that come with just like a duck or something.
1: The Washington Ducks. I don't know. Think about a football team named after Ducks. There's a hockey team named the, the Ducks. There's a movie called The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, like a football team named the Ducks. Well, I'm, I'm not saying you have I to pick like that animal. Mighty Ducks. They don't is, have to pick honestly, that animal. like having a duck as your mascot is funny because ducks are funny. I
0: think that's the move because apparently Redskins is not acceptable anymore because of.
1: Come on, Ducks. Your football. I mean, I don't know. Hockey is a different animal, you know, but like if you're playing football, right? Do you ducks don't sound like, you know, strong animals for football.
0: What is a strong animal
1: for You got football? well, you got the lions, right?
0: There's a bunch of horses and lions, birds and
1: uh what are, what are the others the other ones? Uh just there's tigers. There's bears. Tigers, bears, uh the giants, Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are Patriots, yeah,
0: Buccaneers.
1: Raiders. Those yeah, are like, those are like cool sounding names, right? All right. All right. But all right. then you got the football ducks, you know, the, the Washington ducks playing football.
0: So I saw when all this Redskins debacle was going on, there was like a picture of a Native American man. And I say Native American because he was wearing Native garb and headpieces and stuff like that. So I'm not. I'm not just calling a
1: profiling. I'm not just.
0: I'm just regular profiling, not racial profiling. So he was very clearly a Native American man, and he was wearing over all of his stuff. He was wearing a T-shirt with like you know how like the Redskins uh, symbol is like just like guy's head on like that's like a side profile. Yeah, yeah. And it just says Redskins. So he had one, but it was a side profile of like a white guy, and it said Washington Caucasians, and it was one of those like, kind of like jabs. Is like, oh, how would you guys like it if it was Washington-Caucasians? I'm like, that would be fantastic if there was a team called the Washington-Caucasians because without a doubt, most of that team would probably be black guys. And I think a bunch of black guys called the Washington-Caucasians would be a – I think it would be a winning ticket. I think it would be hilarious <laughs> because it's one thing to call people the Redskins and you're talking about specifically skin, but to call – a group of mostly black guys, the Washington Caucasians, I think that's I think that's I think that's actual racial equality is what that is. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> freaking... What? Because it like I said, it was supposed to be like a burn I'm like, oh, how would you guys like it if the we Washington if we made a team Caucasians. out of you? And I'm like, you know what, I'd, I'd like it I very much. I think that
1: would be really surreal and like it's just it's this team called the Caucasians, like
0: All right. So I want to put this out there. If, uh, if anyone's listening to this with any type of power, if you want to name the team the Washington Ryans, hey, you have my permission. I won't be offended. I won't, uh, I, won't I won't need a, some type of safe space or some type of... Uh, I mean, I'm going to need season tickets, first and foremost, but otherwise, I'm not going to get mad. Maybe if you get cut me some some merchandise rights, I mean, I think it would be good. It doesn't really roll off the tongue, Washington Ryans, though.
1: I'm just trying to think of, like, another name for a football The team. Washington
0: Absinthe, and everyone's tripping balls on the way in. You know, I really wish this was, like, a hallucinogenic drink, but it's not.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not at all.
0: They said there's some type of neuroactive property if you drink enough. Of, but that's, like, every alcohol. Like, you just get really drunk, and then you get sick. But
1: yeah, it's getting drunk. Yeah. And the whole being slow part is... Because alcohol makes you feel slow.
0: That being said, I just had like a lot of beers. And that that, that was better, I think. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not really breaking ground on this podcast. I'm not, I'm not saying anything new or exciting. I'm just uh, restating my, my, my personal beliefs that beer is good. It's not bad. You've been off beer for a while because you've been on your low carb.
1: I had two beers yesterday at dinner.
0: Alex doesn't drink anymore. He snorts alcohol because it's less fat.
1: I was like having a bunch of white claws and uh, he, cocktails. He Alex Alex doesn't drink anymore. He
0: injects white claw, yeah, into his arm white
1: claw to avoid the carbs, but just
0: straight into his liver. It's to like, get the most damage yeah. with the least calories. It
1: was alright having beers yesterday. I, I've never really been a big uh, beer drinker because um, beer. I don't know. I never really enjoyed it so much. See, it's alright though. It's not bad. What is what is uh I know
0: you're part Arab and they're not big drinking people, but what about your your mother's side? What what, what do they drink? What does a family drink for you?
1: I think everybody drinks beer and wine.
0: Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm Irish, so we just drink all of the things. And they say, What what do you guys drink? And we just say, Yes. <laughs> yes. We we drink. We drink all the stuff.
1: Is there a team called the Irishman?
0: The Fighting Irish, Notre Dame. It's like the most famous famous like Stereotype of people, they're not called the leprechauns. They're not called. They're called the Fighting Irish. All right. Just <laughs> that, that, that's like having a team team like the the New England Polacks or like the Polacks. or like the Washington Italians. Like that's literally what that is. It's the, the Fighting Washington Irish. Italians. And for anyone who hasn't seen the logo of the Fighting Irish, it is a small stereotypical Irish man, like old timey, like boxing. In some weird stance, he has a giant head, s- small little tiny limbs. He looks a little bit like my grandfather. Like That's how Irish he is. He's like the most Irish possible. It's it's like on the nose, very, very stereotypical. It's, it's great.
1: Fighting Irish.
0: And you know what? Not a single Irishman has ever complained about that <laughs> in history. They've been like, yep, that's me. That's totally me. For sure. And now And half of them are Notre Dame fans now. No one's even been to, was it Michigan? Is that where Notre Dame is? What? Where, where is Notre Dame?
1: I don't even know. I don't know either. I thought Notre Dame But a lot of
0: Irish people are fans yeah. of Notre Dame. I think it's like Aussie a religious Mootow. school. Yeah. So, I mean.
1: What's a good name for? Are Irish guys are
0: just like the toughest guys? With just what, if we, what if we
1: made it like the Washington Irish guys? Or like the Washington.
0: You know, if they call it Fighting Irish, I think that would be fine too.
1: Fighting Irish, yeah. They just just completely just bit call off the everything. Name. Fighting Irish. I feel like that's overused.
0: I don't, I don't know. I think all right. If if, if we got to pick one, a new one that's somehow not. Think of the Italians. They'd be cool with that. It's Washington Italians. If it was like a New Jersey team, probably they'd be cool with it. Yeah, or like New York, or if they call it like the Washington Sopranos, they'd be like, come on, Sopranos. come on. You're gonna do this to me,
1: Washington. Oh,
0: don't think too hard. It's just—it's just, it's just the future of an entire multi-billion-dollar franchise. All right, all right. This is this, this is the team name. So, it has to be. I don't know why they took this long. Maybe they're trying to. Are they trying to pick another group of people?
1: What about the Washington Frenchman?
0: That's literally a country and another name. That's like saying the Chinaman, Frenchman chinaman has got to be the laziest slur. It's just China and man together frenchmen Frenchmen
1: French francophones
0: French people aren't really known for bravery
1: Day fighting Frenchmen
0: post world War one there's There's some type of uh or maybe we can do one that's like non threatening like that no one has any type of the Washington
1: uh, Bangladeshis.
0: Now we're just naming other countries. I
1: mean like, well, I mean Bangladesh has been part of wars, but nobody in America knows that. So you're just counting on us not being educated. You say most Americans won't won't even associate that with anything.
0: I think you're being very uh generous thinking people can even pronounce all of that in that order when they're drinking and shouting.
1: What if they made the Washington Indians, but like from India? So Okay. I'm pretty sure like the, the Indian like well there's a team relations would no, be, no, cool no, no. With all right. be like oh all right, well, I think India. I think I think we're we're dropping the ball here Indian the, tourism goes down no, no, no. because of that. There's a baseball
0: team right now called the Cleveland Indians. And not only that the logo is even more of a caricature than like it is even more
1: racist. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh god. Wait, there's a baseball team right now in the MLB? Right now today, Cleveland yeah. Indians? Yes. And nobody's complained about that?
0: Alex man, this is sports, buddy. This is sports. But they complain about the Washington Redskins, but not the Cleveland Indians. I mean, they do and they don't. I think Redskins was bad because of just the word skins in it in Redskins, red and red. Yeah, but like, and, like Indians is also
1: like it's, it's not. I, I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you the logo. India. This
0: is this is the logo. This is the most offensive possible. All right,
1: thing. That's that's pretty yeah. But you know, I
0: think like I said. We may be spending a little too much time on this, but it look it's a pretty good looking logo. It, listen, it it's it made the
1: Washington Indians, but it was like actual like. Indians I think it's paying India.
0: homage to them. I think it's uh, a. That respect would be thing.
1: tricky. That would be tricky in itself. If it was the Washington Indians, because then it's like I'm like, telling you, the safe route is just an animal. Like, like, like you can what? do Washington porcupines, or something. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Washington football team is just the worst. It's called the Washington football team now. Right now. The logo is just a W because they literally gave up.
1: Just W.
0: We should just change it back to the Washington Elizabeth Warrens because.
1: What if it was the Washington Washington?
0: Think about this. The Washington Elizabeth Warrens because she technically is Native American. And she's a woman. And she's a white lady because they got to have their hand in everything. So I think that's the safest route. Washington Elizabeth Warrens. She 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 works there, I think, in Washington D.C. I'm sure,
1: right? But this Washington State, no.
0: It is D.C. Yes, I, I don't know why. I second, guess. We're, yes, 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 yes. really? All right. Anyways,
1: D.C. has a football team.
0: Yeah, man. All right. I think we're getting off topic. But how do you how do you feel about this one?
1: So good. <laughs> I'm like literally. He's based so confused. In the Washington, we're ending this. Ending this, this area.
0: I'm going to teach Alex sports one day, folks. Don't worry about it. One day he's going to be a learned boy. And he's going to know all the things.
1: Is it DC? Oh, God.
0: We have a very large conversation ahead of us. Oh, God. All right. Take care, folks. Midnight Climax. Thanks for putting up with us.